Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Hey, Called Shot crew. I just walked in the door from Chattacon, and I have got to say it was a blast. Had a great time meeting some really awesome creators of some nerd content. Got to meet Sam Flegel, an amazing artist. Picked up one of his prints, and it is beautiful. Cannot wait to hang it up on my wall here in our studio. Also got to meet Michael Blachik, the creator of Sagaborn. If you are ever in the mood for a low-magic, low-level system, Sagaborn is amazing. The rule set is downloadable and free on Drive-Thru RPG. He is also about to release a brand new game world based on that system with Todd Lockwood, one of the amazing artists from the 3.0 series, and many other artists and creators and writers that are just too numerous to name off here. And now, get ready for episode 25, Just Another Wheel Day. Captain! Captain! Open up, Captain! Ivsar opens the door. And it's still Crimson Cogward standing right there. <laughs> I think we left off there last week. We did. With we him did. staring at you and saying, Miku is dead. Come, Captain, quickly. And he follows him out the door. He makes his way down the stairs almost immediately. So you run out to the main deck, you take the stairs down to the lower deck, and right there at the base of the stairs, uh, right where the wall is, just in front of the main mast, yes. We have our ship out again. Yay! You see a dead and very well chewed on Miku. Chewed on? Yes. Oh dear. Half eaten. Uh, Crimson, do you know, have any idea what happened here? Not a clue, Captain. How did I you was, find this body? I was just headed down the stairs to uh, wake up Rosie. No, who's d- over there? I was just going downstairs to wake up Connor for his night shift on the nightly watch, and here we are. Crimson, we all sleep at night. This ship <laughs> stops <laughs> at night. But we must keep a watch, Captain. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the parking brake is on. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I was pretty sick. I didn't set it yet. So anyway. he'll uh, he'll grab <laughs> he'll grab Miku's body. Uh, can I roll perception? Recognize the bite marks? Oh, you recognize these bite marks? Oh, fuck! What are they? They're ghoul marks. What the, oh, they are. the first thing I do is go and find Ark. Okay. Uh, you go into Ambrose's uh, cabin. I think is where you stashed him. I, I put him in Ambrose's decided? cabin. I don't think we ever established on air where he is. Sure, but he is in Ambrose's uh, the galley where he does all of the cooking, and he's leaned up against the mast, asleep with uh, the shackles on. Okay, he'll walk up and he'll snores loudly. Does he look like he's turned? Not as far as you can tell. Okay, uh, I'll wake him and Ambrose. Yes, Captain. Uh, guys, something is going down on the ship. I need you to stay here, lock the door, don't come out. And he'll he'll exit. And Ambrose just kind of gives you a quizzical look. Very decisive of you, Captain. <laughs> and he goes and locks the door behind you. Uh, I will, I'll go to the officer's crew and make sure everyone else is awake. All right, so you go to the <laughs> Basically ringing the bell. Oh, you go to the bell. Yeah, I'm trying to get deck. everybody ding, awake. Ding, 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 ding. So the main crew. So do you still have Miku's? 
body mm-hmm. on your shoulder? Do you bring him I up didn't, to the main I gate? didn't take him to take Ambrose's. Him. I left him where he is. Okay. Uh, but I go back there to where he is, start ringing the bell. All right. So you bring Miku's body up to the main deck. You bring him over to the bell and you start ringing the bell. Absolutely. Everybody makes their way upstairs. Everybody leaves the cat, the officer quarters and start making their way on deck. Yep. Uh, Fane, Kitnick, I need you guys head count now. And so they start counting everybody. They see Miku's missing. They also report that Adagoke's missing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look at that grin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I, every player turned and looked at me. Like, <laughs> 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 he should have been in the captain's quarters. Ivsar uh, will go yeah, directly officer's to quarters, the officer, officer's quarters. Ivsar yeah. uh, is going to go straight to the officer's quarters. Uh, Sebastian, Fane behind me. Kitnick, Captain. please watch the rest of the crew. And you go to the officer's quarters. You look high, you look low, you look under and over all of the hammocks. No Adagoke anywhere to be found. Okay. Mm. Report back, Kitnick. Crew, Miku's dead. It looks like he was attacked by something that we saw on the island. We checked the officer's quarters, and he, Adagoke is nowhere to be found. He's the only one that's missing, from what I can tell. We need to find him right now. Same Sebastian? thing. Uh, well, Captain, have we checked the bilges? It's the only place where people would not routinely be at this time of night. Yeah, Fane's already running. The sails. Okay. Kit, can you climb to the top of the sails? Or maybe climb halfway up, see if you see anything. Fane, would you mind going halfway down to the bilges? Just open up the door. I don't want you down I there. I don't worry about that. <laughs> can I make a suggestion? Yeah, Kit, of course. Remember those manacles? Yes. We may want them. <laughs> John, Ivsar is going to turn around. He'll head back. Son of a bitch. And he'll open the door. He'll tell Ark, I'm taking these off of you. But that does not mean that we're not putting them back on you. Please protect Ambrose if anything happens to break down this door. He hands, he puts his arms out, and you take the shackles of compliance off of his hands. He goes, as long as my hands are free, they will be filled with my shield and my axe. I would expect nothing less from you, and I'll hand him over all of his stuff. And I'm assuming sword? it's sitting in like Ambrose's quarters somewhere. Sure. So you hand over all of his gear. How about his great sword? No, I'm keeping that. You keep that. Yeah, that's actually in the captain's quarters. <laughs> that so, great sword's mine. I can't lift it. Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so he has his battle axe. He just bangs them together, ready for battle. He goes, nothing will enter here. That is dangerous to your man. I will tell you now, it looks like it's a ghoul. I know you fought them before. Keep Ambrose alive. Oh, he gets a dirty, dirty look in his eye, and he's like, I'm ready. Ambrose, lock the door, and I'll go back to the main. I'll go back to the, <laughs> the main level. All right. uh, I've gone up into the, uh, the rigging. All right, you go up into the rigging. Nowhere to be found. Fame. Nothing up here. Thanks, Kitnick. <laughs> Down in the villages. Down in the villages. Uh, I open the hatch. Before the... you nope. even okay. get to the hatch. You see another dead body. Damn. Who else were we missing? Do I smell anything? At this point, no. Okay. Um, is there something close to me? Where Where am I? I'm in the very bottom of uh, the ship. You're on the bottom it's... deck where people normally sleep. You are heading towards the hatch that goes down into the bilges. I grab something handheld that's close to me. Uh, a small peg leg. Peg leg. Actually, <laughs> Ready for attachment. I know what I do. I am going to cast summon, uh, <laughs> summon instrument. I'm going to summon a tuba <laughs> and hurl it at the body. <laughs> so, 
Does the tuba come out of thin air? Yeah, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Heavy metal, baby. <laughs> it, uh, hits the, it hits the body. Does the body move? No. Cool. All right, yeah, it moves. It got a tuba. <laughs> it's hit by a tuba. Better question. <clears throat> what note does the tuba play? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so musical I, genius. I will then approach the body. You recognize it as Badger Medlar. Did we Jew not miss Badger? Not on Eaton. We don't normally count Badger, I guess. Um, can I do some sort of knowledge to see how recently? Very. Very recently. She like probably still even using... made the check upstairs, maybe headed downstairs because she didn't think it was a big deal. She has paid for it with her life. I'm going to cast yet another spell. Ghost sound. Okay. The equivalent of 16 men screaming. Okay. <laughs> Up on the main deck, Captain Ivsfar. I think we have uh, decided it's going to be Jivsfar for a while. <laughs> you hear 16 men screaming from the very bottom deck. Get down here. He rushes. Everybody else? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going uh, to follow, but at a distance. <laughs> uh, Sebastian will look at Rosie, keep everyone else here. Be on your guard and then follow uh, Kitnick down. So you're at the bottom deck. It's all of the officers. Rosie's up on deck, but it's just the four of you down low. What do you do? Well, what? Fane, what's going on? <laughs> I point at Badger. Where'd and... you get a tuba? <laughs> <laughs> what's a tuba? Asking the important questions over here. Well, I'll tell you what I did. I have this spell that I can cast at any time so I can summon an instrument of any handheld size. Okay. And that's I what care. I did. So what about oh, the body? Just answering your question. <laughs> I Captain. get that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just came down here. I was going to check the bilges and found uh, Badger bleeding and et upon. I thought oh. she was up on the main deck. Did you guys miss her? We counted everybody. Yeah, she okay. was a part of the she count. She perhaps so slipped, slipped back down. Yes. Son uh, but that means that whatever did this is very close because that was not long ago. You get your sword, right? I do have uh, Sebastian. Can you cast uh, the thing you cast that hurts dead things? <laughs> yes, yes, yes I'm Captain. Ca- I'm gonna look around in the dark to see if I see anything hiding in the shadows. I also have low light vision. Do I see anything on this deck? You do not. I don't have low light vision on this deck. You, you do you not see, see anything. anything gotcha. On this Sorry, deck. I was like in the okay. shadows, in the corners. No. Is the hatch into the bill just closed? Yes. Hmm. No bloodstains. How many rooms <laughs> are on this the deck? Just from Badger. <laughs> hmm? What's How many that? rooms are on this deck? Looking at it, I count a total of two separate rooms, and Sebastian came out of one of them. And I would have locked it behind me. But okay. Yes. There's only one other place that I can think of. Unless, Our favorite place on the ship. Unless somebody went overboard. Uh, well, they would have to have had to have come back to the upper decks and found the way over this side past well, everyone. Uh, Which uh, stranger I, things have happened, yeah. but okay. I created another tuba, <laughs> just in case. It John will open the door to the bilges and look down in and see if he sees anything. Roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> I'm not rolling initiative. Yes, roll initiative. Add a go K two. And this is going to be fun. I'm just going to write things down. I don't do anything this fight. Except mediate. Oh, no. All right, Fane. 14. Sebastian. 24. John. 17. Ivsar. Ivsar. <laughs> 4. Kitnick. 10. Oh, this is going to be ugly. 
So, Sebastian, you will go first. Uh, well, as nothing has actually happened yet, Sebastian is going to make well, his way over. You're Sorry. correct. So, surprise round. Who is going to the door to open it? I open the door. So, Captain Isfar opens up the door. Springing out from the bottom is a gray pallor, huge gnash teeth, huge claws at a goke. Oh, dear. Oh, and he no. snarls, spittles flinging from his mouth as he leaps for, I assume, Captain Isfar's throat. But at this point, I am turning the playing of Atagoke over to Davery. He is now the second GM at the table. <laughs> so Atagoke leaps out of the leaps out of the bilges next to Captain Ivsfar. Knockout. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> I never expected this to be me. And here's why I'm going have been first. Me Surprise round. Ready to action. <sighs> I guess the 16 men alerted him to Ooh, our presence. You're very <laughs> lucky. Maybe. Oh. 13. Mm. And that goes against... Your attack. That's the it's, hit. It's, it's it's He's willing to hit. Well, I know that, but it should be... Uh, since it's a surprise, it's not just normal AC. Is it on flat-footed? Flat-footed. Oh, yeah. That's correct. And are you wearing your armor? I would be wearing my armor. I don't take it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the hammock now. <laughs> uh, one second. I'm trying to find my flat-footed... Just minus dex. Which is a good chunk of his AC, I think. <laughs> Where is my AC in this? Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, I got it. 14. Without dex? Yes. Okay. Is that a hit? I missed the attack roll. Plus four. Oh, my God! <laughs> no, you're already using hero oh, point. Oh, An anti-hero oh, point. Gotta make it count, baby! Oh. <laughs> you are a rat bastard. <laughs> We're gonna have words. Okay. And they won't be so, nice. Before we continue this battle, for those listening at home, oh. I do not ever recommend PvP at your table <laughs> unless you have a very awesome group that can separate, you know, players, characters, the whole nine yards. This is something Davery and I cooked up together, cool. and I'm hoping everybody can handle this. Oh, yeah. This so I think awesome. you guys are going to be great at this. However, Adam, if you need to beat up Davery in the parking lot after <laughs> recording, I understand. I, I will understand also. Especially the fact he used a hero point to connect. <laughs> That's a little brutal. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I feel it's brutal also. But but he's playing the character. And he's using are... his brand new fourth ability. Fourth I got to use it. I got to use it at least once. And who better than to knock out the damn captain? <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you're not going to anybody. Now, you do get a fortitude save. Oh, well, it's a DC yes. 16. Let me fail this fortitude save for you. <laughs> Oh, I uh, rolled a 14, so after I added my fortitude. First day with the new hero lab? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. Mm-hmm. Still figuring it out. 19. All right. Wow. Okay. Save. So, Wes, as we talked about earlier, I want Adagoke to make his will save. He's going to try and do non-lethal damage here. Very good. I want to double check. I don't think... I want him to check and make sure that I'm doing this right, that I don't do... Ah, if the brawler hits and the target takes damage from the blow. So, yes, I'm going to be doing damage with this punch. Okay. I'm going to try and make a will save to make it non-lethal. Very good. What's your total? <laughs> no. I got a six. Lethal damage to John. Sorry, man. Ollie. Don't be. This is awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, so that is just a regular unarmed strike. That is seven points of damage. Ooh. Ooh. And, and for my free action, 
Bet you wish you had your Ulfin now. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, ready to action. Operated at the, the top of round one. So that's where you're going to go now. It's top of round one. Uh, Sebastian, it is your turn. Okay. Um, can I get a sense motive or perception check to see if I notice the hesitation? Absolutely. Which one? Which it's the same bonus either way. So honestly, <laughs> yeah. Just give me a number. Uh, probably not because that's an eight. Nope. Uh, although hearing the snarl, uh, uh, I'm sorry, my friend. And he is going to try and strike him with a disrupt undead. All right. Touch attack. I think we need to place <laughs> ourselves on the ship down there. Agreed. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I know touch AC is less, but that's like a grand total of seven. Oh, so, okay, no. no. <laughs> We're having <laughs> a hard time fighting touch, our friend. My touch tech is crap. So. <laughs> Agreed, but so was that roll. <laughs> John, you just shrugged off trying to be knocked out by a very nasty undead brawler. What's next? I don't respond to John. <laughs> John is for Ollie. Man. That guy at the end of the table. I'm just kidding with you. Um, yeah. I'll look at Adagoke. I'm going to use a uh, free action. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. Adagoke, what is going on? Can we help you? Uh, you're not holding back. Are you fighting us? Is there something in you? Can, can I respond? Response. Okay. You know what I'm here for, John. I'm here... I'm here to feed. And at that, John will attack him. Roll your attack. <sighs> Roll a two. That probably misses. Oh, it misses. <laughs> okay. It's a seven. I'm assuming it misses. Yeah. I'm not that bad off. <laughs> Fane. Uh, Fane drops the tuba. <laughs> and Reaction. hauls ass up to find our new... Grizzly fellow upstairs. Oh, so you're going? I'm to going after Olfen. He's you, my best friend, man. Mm. Double yeah, but move. I still like to go, okay. <laughs> I can't do. You're gonna defy the captain? Yeah, right now I am. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so double move puts you in front of the cook's door. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. It is locked from the outside, and that will be the end of your move, I believe. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's a double. That's yeah. Okay. Kitnick. I'm trying to figure out if I'm within a an appropriate place to use my bolas. The answer is absolutely. <laughs> okay, because I want to try to trip up Edigoke. Because if we can get him restrained, maybe we can do something. All right. I've never used these before, so mm-hmm. should be a range touch attack first. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a quick question? Maybe. Did I, ask, did I recognize him as a ghoul? No. Okay. Much, much worse. I recognized him as undead. Yes. Okay. Hmm. All right. 15, I think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For a touch attack? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you should make a combat maneuver check. So combat maneuver bonus added to the 20 roll. And beat his defense. Is it my trip defense? Most likely, yes. Okay. With the bolas. So, add my CMB to what I just rolled, or no, roll a, again? a new roll. Okay. Twenty-two. 
Okay. We should check because if it's against trip, that's not enough. Weapon feature trip ranged. Mm-hmm. Okay. My trip CMD is 24. Brawlers are nasty when it comes to combat maneuver checks. I'm trying to see if there's but anything that I left out because I've never used these before. Hero point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting there. I was just want to make sure I didn't have anything okay. else. <laughs> because believe me, that's the next step. So, yeah. hero point. Adds four. That makes it. Atakoge is tripped. Falls down prone. And I love this sound. <laughs> so, here's, the, here's the sound a of victory. for you. If I open the door and he jumped up, he jumped out of the bilges and attacks? Yes. Okay. Would he fall back down into the bilges? No. He jumped up uh, to the deck next to you. Gotcha. Okay. Attacked. So, I have now got... My bolas are wrapped around his legs, which would be a little bit of a problem for him to get out of, and he has now fallen on the ground. Yes. All right. Nasty. Are you moving? Captain, did you happen to get those shackles by any wild chance? I probably would have left them in there with All Ambrose, right. I'm assuming. Okay. Sorry, kid. And now it is Adagoke's turn yet again. Isn't that what you went down there for, though? To take the shackles off of him and bring the shackles with you? <laughs> no, just I was... Yes, you did. Did I? Yes, yes. you took the shackles off of him, definitely. Yeah, that was why you went down was to get Kidnick the shackles. Kidnick suggested you might need the shackles soon. I apologize. So you ah. Let's rewind just a little bit then. <laughs> yep. Kit, I do have the shackles. <laughs> Quick, everybody, tackle it, okay? <laughs> Dog pile! There's no All way right. that could possibly go wrong. <laughs> so, Adagoke, it is your turn. Who is close and within melee range? It's John. That's it? I was vaguely heading that direction, but I don't know that Sebastian had actually arrived yet, because he has no reason to get into melee. Um, is that Sandor? She would have... Would she have come downstairs with you all on the original? On we a did hunt say, for a ghoul? Well, I'm sure she I would. She that would, would be have. my suspicion, yeah. I think so, too. So, yes. That is Sandara there. Let's have her go now. I will write her down so I can keep track of her. And can you also look to see, with bolas, is it just a, do you fall and you have to, just like a normal fall prone, or do you have to untangle yourself? Or? I'll try and see what I can find. So, Sindara, what are you doing? Uh, she is going... Is she... That looks like she's 10 feet away. She is going to... Move to flank. And draw her rapier. So, Sindara is drawing her rapier. And then moving over to flank Adagoke With John. Correct. You're putting her in harm's way. She would do it, probably. I think so. And we're all in harm's way right now. Right? <laughs> There's a ghoul loose on the ship. <laughs> well, and it's also, she's trying to, you know, save it's an friends. It's ghoul K. I mean, it's really <laughs> bad. Yeah, that's, this is also true. <laughs> boo! But it. yay! <laughs> but boo! Adagoke. <laughs> John is right behind you, or in front of you. Sandara is right behind you. You are sprawled on the ground. What is the answer about that the bola thing? Can't really find anything. So what we're going to say is it's a range trip attack. So they immediately unwrap. Okay. So now you just need to be able to stand up from prone. That's not how bolas work. I know, <laughs> but they don't have a lot of rules about them. Uh-huh. And ships don't sell them. Uh, exactly. <laughs> we're good. Good, you're getting it. Yeah. We're, we'll get it there soon, guys. More of a guideline. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I then my move probably. action is going to be to stand up. I think that provokes an attack of opportunity. Unless you both. can kip up, I can't. both of them would get a, an attack of opportunity. Yeah. So, Kitnick, this is what you're doing. Is you're giving them a chance. I'm looking up bolas and how they work. <laughs> John will definitely take that. If sorry. Yes. <laughs> I See, not even, not even you can keep yeah. it straight. <laughs> How's that identity crisis working? Very Send well. Send will as well. Uh, John first, or Isfar first, please. It's going to be a 14. So, am I still under the prone situation? At this point, you would still be considered prone. Let me throw that adjustment on and see if that matters. Okay, no, so I have a 15. (laughs) What was your total, John? Isfar? 14. Versus a 15, so no. Miss. And Sindara. Sindara... 16. That will that hit. That will hit. Uh, Masterwork rapier. Four points. All right. So she pokes him for four points of lethal damage. Very good. Sindara getting brutal. Yeah. Helping John Ollie out. But now, Adagoke is upright with a move action. Sandara has a very high religion check. Sandara knows that he's probably not coming back from this. Correct. That's why she's so vicious. And where are the stairs on this side? They should be in the middle, directly in front of the main mast. So right about here? Yes. Yeah, over right. next to Sebastian, yeah. All oh right. boy. <laughs> just uh, so everybody knows, Atagoke is towards the front of the ship. So he's right. what, a good 15, 20 feet away from the, uh, from the stairs. Atagoke is going to make use his standard action to move 30 feet towards the stairs. Will that provoke another attack of opportunity? Only if you have combat reflexes. Right. You can't Got attack it. the same person more than once, even with combat reflexes. There you right. Go. Exactly what I was thinking. And so 30 feet, and you are on the staircase. Okay. So Sebastian can. Sebastian can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'll do a lot. Want to throw an unarmed strike against me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Sebastian knows better. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting dangerous. A very dead, very undead Atagoke rushes past all of these people, gets himself out of harm's way, and puts himself next to Sebastian heading up the stairs. Sebastian, it is your turn. <laughs> uh, Sebastian is going to take a five-foot step back next to Kitnik to get out of reach of Atagoke and is then going to uh, try and hit him with a Disrupt and Dead again because Range most touch. of my spells are absolutely useless against Ooh. him. Are you kidding me? No. No, we are not. Um, yeah, nine. So, no. Mm. No. <laughs> Sebastian is apparently kind of uh, in shock and is just not able to aim. <laughs> oh, that's fuck. all I got. Uh, as a free action, I'm going to look at Sandara. Sandara, is he recoverable? What's going on with him? Can you tell? He's passed to the world of the undead. There's no coming back. There's nothing we can do for nothing. him. Nothing. Absolutely. Nothing. Okay, that's all I need to know. And John will move up close enough to be able to attack him. So 20 feet away, Yep, roughly. And I'm going to do a couple of things. So I'm going to use something I've not used yet. Um, I can spend a panache point to double my precision damage. So I'm going to do that. Um, I'm also... I was going to study you, but that's a move action right now. (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) I wanted to use some slayer abilities, man. All right, so I'm going to try and hit you with my cutlass. All right. That 
should hit 15. Uh, I've got all of my... No. What? Yeah, that was flat-footed last round. Oh, mm-hmm. Damn. Prone. All right. Anything else? I can't do anything else. Fain. Let me in, 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 let me in. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Uh, the orphan walks to the door and says, You're undead. I'm not letting you in. What? <laughs> no, I'm not. But our friend downstairs is, and we need your help. Open the damn door. He merely responds with, The captain told me all of the ship is undead, and to not let anyone in. I want to roll a bluff. The captain sent me to get you, asshole. <laughs> is it a bluff when it's true? <laughs> Actually, I, I never he didn't. Sent him. No. Oh, yeah. yeah 22. The captain sent you? Yeah. He's fat man. Open the door. Ambrose shuffles over. He's like, I'm not that fat. Why are you being such a jerk? It's a beer belly. Yeah, I, mean, I earned this figure. Rum belly. Click, click, opens the door. I run in. <laughs> shut it, shut it, shut it, shut it. They're downstairs. Go get him. And I'm like pushing him behind him. Okay. Um, I'm going to put him in the initiative order. You can take my place. <laughs> <laughs> Directly behind Fane. And he is going to move 30 feet towards the staircase and through the door past the main mast. And that's where he's going to set up shop. Still on the same level as the cook's quarters? Yes. He did not go down the stairs. He only moved the one time. Kitnick. Well. I'm trying to figure out where that is at right now. Uh, I am going to run out of the way. Run uh, out of the way? Out of the way of, okay. of bad stuff. All right. I so slowed him down a minute ago, but. Are you moving to the bow? That's what I'm trying to figure out. To the stern? Where's Adagoke at? <laughs> Away from Adagoke. <laughs> You're going to go so, towards so, the So wherever the he is, I'm going the other way. <laughs> okay, so towards the battleship. So 30 feet that direction. Yes. Or 20 feet, I'm sorry. 20 feet that direction. <laughs> um, and then that's all I'm going to do right now. All right. Because there's people in my way. Sandara. It looks like Sandara is about 20 feet away, yes? Give or take? Sure. Less than 30? Yes. She's going to channel positive energy to hurt the undead. Okay. And they get a save for a, half. A will save for half. Yep. Ooh, goody. Will <laughs> saves <laughs> on a fighter class. Uh, the DC will be... It's, I want to say it's charisma based. Either way, it's wisdom, same thing. Uh, I guess 12. I got a 12. Oh, oh sorry, 13. Uh, it's right here. I swear <laughs> to God. It's right there. <laughs> 12, 13, uh, 13. DC 13. 12, 13. 13. Uh, 14? 17. <laughs> Eight points of damage. Holy nice. <laughs> Should have taken her out. So she channels Besmara. Positive energy fills the bottom of the ship. Does everyone else get healed with that? No. Mm-hmm. It's choose either damage or healing. Gotcha. Adagoke. It's your turn again. At the top of the steps, you see the Ulfin. With his battle axe and shield. So there's the elephant in front of me. There's John Ali Ivsfar. Thank you. Behind me. Yes. Nah. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. Mm-hmm. Flurry of blows on the elephant. 
power okay. attack. <laughs> All right, I've got him pulled up here. Okay. Let's see, what does that change everything to? Da, 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 da. Something ain't right there. Yeah, you're undead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 12, 19, and 15. Neither one of those hit. The first one with the 19 pummels up against his scale mail, but it does no damage to penetrate. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All, right. All, right. All right. There's a big brain on the ship now. <laughs> this might have been a tactical error. All right. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, what next? That's, That's it. That's it? Yeah. Full round? Sebastian. Uh, can From where I'm standing, can I still see Attic okay? Yes. Okay. At this point, I'm a bit of a one-trick pony. I'm going to continue to try and pummel him with Disrupt Undead. Range touch. Yep. That looks like... Is that a... That sh- that's 11. That should be a 13. That totally or, no, hits. I'm sorry. That's a 15. Either way, it totally hits. Because my base attack is actually a little higher. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm all armor, man. <sighs> One point of damage! <laughs> <laughs> Better than nothing. Oh no, no argument. How are you it. feeling over there, Attic? Okay, feeling pretty frail. Okay, because I assume my hit points are just what they were. <laughs> I am sorry, my friend, but you must be put down. I'm still feeling not great. Okay. far. So you have not moved because the Ulfin is blocking you. You're, Correct. You're still right in front of me. I am going to use my Slayer ability to study target. I'm going to spend another Panache point to precision damage and have a hero point plus eight to my attack. Let's throw it. Love that sound. <laughs> Watch this. I'm going to roll a 20. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Uh, it's going to be a 22. Miss. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> That totally hits. <laughs> yeah, but it was worth it for the look on his face. It was. He could have rolled a 30. You were going to do that, Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think my heart just jumped in my throat. <laughs> that undead son of a bitch. <laughs> How much natural armor do you get? All right. So I am now doing a lot of damage. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that is a total of 16 points Woo-hoo! of damage. I rolled max damage every time. Nice. nice. That's why you're a captain. And as I'm slicing and dicing, I mean, I'm basically you stabbing you in the back. I'm going to say, Adagoke, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't want to do this, but I cannot put the rest of this crew at jeopardy. I'm sorry I failed you. Adagoke screams in anger and says, I will kill you for that, John. I expect nothing less from one of the best first mates I've ever had. The only first mate I will have ever had. Um, I'm going to run up to where I am The Ark He's at the top of the stairs, yes? Yes Which is beyond 30 feet Yes, uh, he's about 40 feet from you Is there any way that that Adagulke can get past Ark (laughs) Up to me through those stairs? (laughs) Where you're at right now? I mean, just period Like he would have to go through him, right? Yes Okay, I'm going to run behind Ark (laughs) <laughs> Double move. Double move behind her. Okay, I I, th- I was thought you meant where you're standing at now in yes. the galley. Uh-huh. Uh, it would be tough for him to get to you. He can move through that space. Okay, 
No, but no. he just wanted you to make an informed decision. But he would have to go through ARC. I mean, yes. essentially. Yeah. He provoked yeah. two attacks of opportunity, one from me and one from ARC. Pretty much. Which makes me think, were you, uh, did I get any extra damage for being, uh, what's it called? Flanking, Flanking. Flanking him? No, no, no. it's just okay. a hit. Uh, I'm going to move 30 feet instead Kay. and prepare to use harsh language. Okay. <laughs> the Ulfen is in melee range of Atagoke. And he hits like a beast. I'm going to roll an attack with his battle axe. As soon as I find it. (laughs) There we are. Negative one. Does a 14 hit? It does not. Then he swings his battle axe at you. As soon as he misses and you dive out of the way, he puts the shield up and is ready for your returning blow. Kitnik. Holding. Sandara. Uh, she is still within 30 feet. Yes. Then she's going to channel again. Very good. We'll save. DC 13. (laughs) (laughs) I succeeded. Nine, half, you take four. So by succeeding on the will check, you only take half damage from the positive energy that fills the bottom of this ship. All right. It is now your turn at a goke. You tried to flurry of blow the Ulfin before. What do you do now? I am still going to try to flurry of blows, but this time I'm going to try one against the Ulfin and one against John. Okay. I'm going to use my opportune parry against you. Okay. <clears throat> which does- costs a panache point, so I'm totally out for the day, uh, which means that I lose a couple things. But basically, we both roll a d20. Whoever rolls higher... Okay. It's you attack. If I roll higher, I parry and attack back. Yeah, All right. You both make an attack action. Right. 18 before modifiers. Oh. Uh, you got me. All right. So then I immediately attack you before you do anything else. Okay. And I lost a bunch of bonuses, so it's not going to be much. 11 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. You know, yeah. just some. Uh, That's it. Peasant. So... By parrying the blow, he doesn't even get to attack you anymore. I can read it off to you. The way that I understand this is that... It's uh, basically an interruption. Yeah. Uh, so if their result is greater than the attacking creature's result, the creature's attack automatically misses. The swashbuckler must declare the use of this ability after the creature's attack is announced, which I did, but before its attack roll is made, which I did. Upon performing a successful parry, and if she has at least one panache point, the swashbuckler can, as an immediate action, make an attack against the creature whose attack she parried, provided that that creature is within her reach. So I had to spend that panache point to do that. But So from that reading, you parried... Mm-hmm. But now you then immediately have to make an attack against him, which is another roll. Um, which you succeeded on. No, yeah, you just I guess, rolled damage. Yeah, I just rolled damage. I guess I would have to attack yes. you again. You okay. have to make okay. an actually attack So action. you may not be... Uh, so the first, the first roll is for success to do it, correct. and then the second so one is to attack and do damage. Now you are attacking. Okay. Actually, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have to spend a panache point to do the the um, the parry and then another to attack. Correct. I, all I can do is parry it. So oh. so I guess you would attack, but you missed. I would have so, okay. knocked it out of the way with my cutlass. Right. Uh, sorry, I read through that one more time, and it does make sense. I, I don't have that extra panache point. Yes, So that is the correct reading. So the first attack against John misses. Okay. Are you doing a second attack against the Ulfin? Yes. Okay. I rolled a one. <laughs> that will not succeed. Automatic failure. Yep. Okay. 
You got really lucky. I didn't have any more panache points. <laughs> Sebastian. I wouldn't call this fight lucky so far. <laughs> well, it is I 17 know. against one. Yeah. I know how you feel. Same thing at this point. I, I mean, I hate to keep doing this thing, but that's all I got. So, uh, Disrupt Undead, that is a 20. That hits. <laughs> uh, three points of damage. Okay. Whittle him away a little bit at a time. That's all I got. And it's far. Uh, so I can still have you studied since I did that last attack. I'm just going to go ahead and try and attack you again. That time I failed. Uh, 13. Yeah, that missed. Are you moving? No. Fane. I will spend a round of inspiration for my friends. Ah. Plus one to hit and damage. So the elephant gets it, but nobody else? Anybody within the earshot? I should get it. 30 feet. Excuse yeah. me, anybody within 30 feet. Just so, earshot. yeah, earshot and 30 feet. Sebastian is technically your friend. <laughs> Who? I said Adagoke is technically I your choose. Friend. He's not my friend anymore. <laughs> so you can choose that? Yeah. Um, yeah I'll so, always be your friend, Fang. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, honestly, everybody involved in the fight will get the bonus. Okay. It's 30 foot radius. Very good. Is plus one? Plus one to hit and damage, yes. Hit and damage. It is now Ark's turn. It raises his battle axe up high over his head. He feels inspired and full of courage, <laughs> thanks to a certain bard. What are you singing? And he rolls a four. Ha <laughs> <sighs> No Ulfin will take out me! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then he backs up five feet, beckoning you to the next level. Come, challenge me on even footing. What? Hey! I will hey, whoa, whoa, hey. fight. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 wait. This wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> didn't this. Uh, Kitnick. I'm going to go pick up my bolas. All right. You rock over and you pick up your bolas. Sandara. Um, she's going to blast him again. That's all roll she's got. Roll your damage and roll. DC 13. <laughs> I don't <laughs> make it. <laughs> Uh, three, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. I only had three hit points. He's re-dead. Yay! So Sandara prays to Besmara. Holy, our positive energy just fills the bottom of the boat, reaching up to Adagoke. And what happens? I'm so sorry. <laughs> the burst of... Uh, positive energy flashes out. When that happens, Adagoke lurches forward and the gray fades out of his skin. He turns back to himself. He just turns and looks at her. Thank you. And then he falls over. Uh, Ivsar will catch him. And Kit will cry because this is now two friends in one day. As I catch him, I'll run over to Sandara's. Truly, there's something you can do. Bring him back. Religion check. Or I guess heal check. See if... Uh, heal check. 15. Gone. There is nothing Sandara can do. The soul has left the body. Wait a minute. So we've lost Adagoke completely? No! <laughs> no! Ibsar will fall oh. to his knees and look up in the uh, up in the air and just scream at Besmara. You bitch. I can't believe that you've taken... Adagoke from us. He 
he was our first mate. He was our friend. How could you have let this happen to him? And he'll start his walk up to the main deck. Add a gokay in his arms. Yeah. Barely able to even hold him. I mean, Ivsar, he's just, he's in tears. He, I mean, first of all, Adagoke is so big, I don't know that Ivsar would ever normally be able to pick him up. But in the current state, I mean, he's he's distraught. You know, it's like baby under a car, right? <laughs> and uh, so he, he carries him up, and he'll lay him on the main deck. Crew, our friend Adagoke has passed, unfortunately, to the ghoul disease that we have found on the island. It appears to have carried back to this ship. I believe he killed Miku and also Badger, but he is gone now. And hopefully this this has been ridden of the ship and we will no longer encounter any more problems. If any of you were bit, if any of you have any problems, please come tell us now so we can fix this issue. When you are downstairs, Kidnick, picking up your bolas, mm-hmm. you find the idol that Adagoke carries around with him to remind him of Shimea... Gonna screw this name up. Shimye Magala. Shimye Magala. Was that the thing that originally? Um, I can't think right now. What's her name? The healer chick. Sandara. Yes, I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was that what she originally gave back to us? It was my headscarf, and it was something of his. Was that what it was? That was it. it. Was okay. All right, so I recognize it. I was like, oh, absolutely. Okay. I had forgotten about that. Nice yeah, episode job. one, two, episode two. Wow, good job. Okay. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, good job. Okay, uh, I'm gonna pick it up and put it in my pocket. It is now yours, and everybody, I'm assuming, makes their way to the main deck. John Ollie crying over Adagoke's body. What do you do with it? Uh, I was actually going to call um, Kitnick, Sebastian, Fane, and Sandara, and Ambrose. Um, get them all together and ask them you know, guys we had to burn the bodies on the island I cannot burn bodies on this ship Sandara can you bless uh, bless the corpses so they do not return I look, may look at my rights and see what I can do let's make something up Okay. with a 10 minute ritual with the right uh, with the right materials she can do a 10-minute ritual to make sure that this body is cleansed and can be given to Besmara, and Besmara will protect that body from ever returning as undead. Kitnik, bring us sailcloth, rope, and something to weigh them down. We'll make sure they never return to the surface. And Ark okay. looks at you and says, I will help. Ark, Thank you, Ark. Help her and then return back to Ambrose's quarters. As you wish, Captain. Thank you. Sebastian, are you insinuating that you want to dump these bodies off the boat? Very let's see is traditional for sailors, Captain. Atagoke was a sailor. We return to the island, we risk bringing more of this filth back with us regardless. Agreed. I wonder if there's somewhere Atagoke would want to go out and see. I would I would tend to think so, and while I cannot speak for Miku or Badger, they were both sailors as well, it seems only fitting. Absolutely, I agree, Sebastian. I guess that's what we have to do. And so that's what you do. You take the next 15 minutes to collect your materials. Sandara does the ritual over the body, asking Besmara to protect it from ever returning to unlife. You wrap it in the sailcloth. 
You take one of those silver ingots and tie it. No, we don't. <laughs> nope, I knew where you were going to go with that. Nope. Kit specifically does not bring those silver ingots up. <laughs> it's part of my people's tradition to be buried with silver It's ingots. also part of the captain's property is currently locked in the quartermaster's quarters. <laughs> you find something heavy and tie it. I'd go, Casey, go. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. This Too is what soon. you say at my funeral? Too oh. soon. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. You know all them Jack Scrimshaw jokes? <laughs> You're coming back now, baby. You find something heavy to tie to the bottom of Adagoke's feet. Sandara finishes up her ritual, and she looks at the five, four, four of you, says, the deed is done. Besmara will look over this the flesh, this vessel, and never allow it to be filled again. Now, we should either dump him here or somewhere that Adagoke would prefer to be rested and pieced. Perhaps under sail near the current? Absolutely. Right. How close is Rickety Hakes to the Mong Wai expanse? Actually, very close. <laughs> Take him back to his homelands. And it's the Mwangi. Yeah, I know. I just couldn't remember that. Adagoke isn't alive, so I have to take over. <laughs> it's Mwangi. So Rickety Hakes is close to the Mwangi expanse? Yes. Close enough to where we could deliver his body? Absolutely. Into like... the waters around it, I assume. Yeah. Or maybe when you approach the sailing. Absolutely. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking, Fane. I, I think that... Um, for Miku and Badger, we should set them at sail in the morning as the sun rises and feast in their honor. For Adagoke, I would like to, to wait until we get to Rickety Hakes and put him in the ocean that he was born around. Aye. And so you set, set, you get ready to make sail. Nobody is sleeping tonight. You just do your preparations in the dark. We drink rum. You drink lots of rum. I think Kit wants some rum right now. <laughs> And it's all the watered-down rum, so you don't have to worry about any checks at this point. Uh, Sebastian will take the wheel, uh, if no one else is. And as John, John is going to go and talk to Ambrose, alone. So you go down to the cook's quarters. Ambrose is going ahead and cooking up the, the morning meal. And uh, he's going to help him. He, he's going to help Just cook like the he meals. used to back Absolutely. on the Wormwood. Uh Ambrose, I'm sorry that you're having to cook this meal. I know it's not under the best circumstances. It's not very good at all. It's awful what happens to the man. But I can I can cook I can cook all of this. Been sober for three days straight while you were on that island. I'm proud of you. But now we have to take care of business. And he just is like flipping burgers and getting the meal ready to go and just multitasking for a drunk man. Absolutely. It's impressive. <laughs> uh, Ambrose, you once mentioned that my father was alive. Yes. Do you know where he is? I know, yes. What about my mother? I have not heard anything about your mother since you left. Okay. Thank you. Let's finish this meal. Let's get these people sent off to wherever their spirits may reside. Sounds very good. And with that, uh, Ivsar will hold up a small shot glass and toast to our fallen comrades, Ambrose. Yes, finally. <laughs> and so you toast. And he finishes the meal and you bring it up on deck. And just as the sun hits the horizon, Sebastian gives the call to make way and make sail. 
You are nearly a hundred miles from Rickety Hakes, and it takes you a few days to get there. If I remember right, you can sail about 20 miles a day. So it takes five days of sailing. If there is anything you need to do, we can talk about it in between sessions on what you're doing over the, these five days. We'll cover that. But let's get to Rickety Hakes. So does that mean we need to go ahead and do our other two checks? Oh, fortitude. Uh, should be one more if we succeed. Wow. Sandara can probably prepare, remove disease. No? Is it, I, is I it too I think that's third. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll check it out. I don't, I'm not really sure, to be honest. But we'll at least be at full hit points by the time we get there. And she can also, now that you know, she can not also do the heal check to give the bonuses. It's four per day. Five days. That's 20 hit points. That's She'd be able to heal, heal us at this point. That's true. And we're, we're eating and things like that. Like, we should be able to be at full hit points by the time we hit Rickety. Okay. Unless something happens or unless Wes mm-hmm. deems otherwise. Looking up removed disease. It's a third level spell. No, ah. she doesn't have access yet. But she can use her uh, skill check to give a plus four to their saves. Yeah. That'll help. So let's do that right now. Day one. Everybody so far who is still alive has made one save. So Sebastian. Uh, 18. That will do it. Sebastian, no longer in danger of becoming a ghoul. What do we add to this roll? Fortitude. Four plus your fortitude save. Fortitude. Okay. Kitnick. Sixteen. Kitnick is no longer in danger of becoming a ghoul. Hmm. Fane was never in danger of becoming a ghoul. Ghouls don't like me. Is far. Nineteen. Is no longer going to become a ghoul. Okay. Four more days of sailing take place. There's some crafting going on. There's some talking and eating and some plans being laid. What exactly those are, we'll discuss and figure out at some future point. And finally, you make your way towards Rickety Hakes. And as you approach the coast, you approach Rickety Hakes. It is on the slithering coast. Its place is hard to find, but you sail with Ambrose. Ambrose can guide you towards it. So you round a tall headland. It reveals a small hidden cove at the mouth of a wide jungle river. It has sluggish brown water staining the waters of the blue sea. And a series of docks have been built upon this estuary with buildings concealed beneath the overhanging limbs of the jungle beyond. A wooden watchtower stands up on the promontory of the headland, carefully concealed among the trees to provide a clandestine view of the area. And as you sail past this headland, you see a checkered flag of yellow and red raised above the tower on the promontory. And then you see an answering flag of blue hoisted upon a yardarm at the docks ahead. And Ambrose says, it's clear for us to approach. And as he says that, you see a long ship headed towards you and a stooped old man at the bow. He is titanicking it up. Right there at the front, <laughs> eyeing your ship. And as he approaches, he makes his way, ties up next to you, 
he clambers up like a small child up the side of the ship, and now he's standing on the deck directly in front of you, and he immediately goes, So, which one of you is the captain? I am. What's your name, Sonny? Don't call me Sonny. You can call me Captain Ivsar. Who Very are you? Well. Captain Isvar, I am Rickety Hake, and if you approach this port, I know what you be in need of. And he immediately begins combing the entire main deck. He's looking at the rigging, he's looking at the side, and goes, ah, yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And if we, and then behind him on the longship are six other individuals. Do you do anything while he's making this check? I'm going to be right behind him, making sure he's doing everything he should be doing. So have we uh, put Edgo K to rest in the the wild blue at some point, or does he trip over him? Oh, dead body. <laughs> <laughs> and he just continues making his checks, looking around. It finally takes an hour of looking over your ship. Finally comes up to uh, Captain Isfar and goes, Captain? Yes. I've made a look of your ship, and I can squibber. No problem here. What's it going to cost us? Ah, and a big old grin caresses his lips. Captain, a mere 2,000 gold will get her done. Seven days it'll take. You can rest here at our port, here at Rickety Hake. Is your port safe? It's one of the safest around. I'm protected by the Pirates of the Shackles. For they all bring their work here to me, and I hold their biggest secrets of all. I'm going to roll uh, sense motive. Okay. 20. As far as you can tell, the man is being as straight as can be. Okay. How, how about a knowledge check to know about Rickety and his, I guess, his uh, reputation? Uh, Ambrose would have already told okay. you all about it. So he's only up and up. This is Ambrose relays that most of the Pirates of the Shackles come here. There's other ports around that you could go and get your ship squibbed. But this is uh, the one that many of them frequent. And here's the deal that he explains to you. The checkered flag that you saw raised and the answering blue flag, that was the clearance to say that there are no other ships being squibbed in this port right at this moment. If something else had happened, if the blue hadn't been answered, or if there was another flag, you would have kept sailing on by. You would have not approached this port at all. Because to see a ship before it's squibbed gives you knowledge of who of that original ship shape, and you would have been liable and a detriment to that captain sailing that ship. So you can't see the docks from the open ocean. Uh, just what? some you can you can't see the dry dock. Gotcha. Where this you just see a normal set of docks where maybe food comes in and out, and that's about it. Okay. I think that we're safe to give our ship to rickety here let's go ahead and give him over let's get on to shore and let's take out okay's body to his final resting place oh you don't get to bring your ship into my port captain is far until i know you have the money we have the money i'll need proof so is 2000 firm always firm here no leeway not no. for me Ambrose, what is the going rate? For a ship to be squibbed? Talking to Ambrose. Oh, Ambrose, I'm sorry. <laughs> that seems to be... 
Wait, he's drunk, so he's uh, <laughs> five days shipping. You just, he's, his uh, I, sounds about right to me. How do you feel about saffron? <laughs> Shut up, dead person. <laughs> <laughs> Whispers at it, okay, from the dead. So from a mechanic standpoint, how does this work? Can we convert the plunder that we have and give it to him? Is it like, because I know a plunder was equal to a certain set sure. amount of gold. Uh, this qualifies as a village. Okay. So you could potentially oh. sell your plunder at this place, but you're talking about a very small yeah. percentage. Well, did we, did we establish what the plunder actually was that we had in the trunk? Because Ships have trunks? Ours chest, does. Chest. Treasure chest. Chest. Gotcha. Whatever it was that blasted us because you guys decided to open it, you know? Um, <laughs> you guys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we decided it was a piece of paper written yeah. on it was two points two, of plunder. Two points of plunder, yeah. okay. A circle, yeah. uh, a, a yeah, coin just, and yeah, just yeah. spinning. Yeah. Okay. So, Sebastian, how did the, uh, how's the gold look as far as the quartermaster is concerned? Hey, Sebastian pulls at his ledger. Well, it depends. Uh, Liquid gold, not that much. Items potentially for trade, if uh, Master Hake is willing. I, I believe we can probably work something out. If Sar will look at Hake and say, uh, can we pay you half now, half when you're done? Oh, it'll all be when I'm done. I won't take it from you yet. I just want to know that you have it on this ship. And he'll take him into the quartermaster's area, show him all of the items. And his eyes light up. <laughs> He's this very look? excited. He's, I think I can work with this, Captain Ivsfar. Take care of your business. And then sail her into the dry dock. I'll leave my men here to assist you. Can do. Sebastian very carefully locks the quartermaster's quarters back up. <laughs> Thank you, Sebastian. <laughs> and so he... Uh, Rickety jumps back on the longship. They sail back towards uh, the shore where the docks. They dock at one of those normal docks there. And two of his men are on the ship with you. But this is your opportunity to take care of Attic O'Kay's body. And that's exactly what we'll do. Uh, uh, this Fane, looks to be good deep water, I suppose. As good a place as any. Absolutely. Fane, Sebastian, Kitnick, would you help me carry his body to the side of the boat? Aye. Can I just walk with you? Because I'm not much help. <laughs> sure, you're welcome to. And uh, Sandara probably help. Yeah, Sandara. If you would want to help Sandara, so I'd love walk. to have you. Uh, Kit, I don't know if you're able to do this or not. I know you're master ropesman, ropeswoman, mm-hmm. ropes gnome. Uh, could you make some sort of harness so we can slowly lower his body? I can do that. So Kit will make the rope. We'll connect it to his body, and the four of us will slowly start letting it down. If you all have anything to say, say it now. Words are uh, passing and uh, futile at this point, I'm afraid. Goodbye, my friends. Kit just cries. Fane will walk up, put his hand on his head, just get down by his ear, whisper a few things, come back. This is Fane, by the way. This is Fane. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, this is Fane. And we'll start lowering the body. And as we're lowering the body, uh, Ivsar will just talk to Attic okay. Like he would as if he was standing right in front of him. You know, I, I didn't know you long. You were a good man. You treated me well. You treated me better than most. Most people always just looked at me like I was some little boy, but you treated me like a man, and I always appreciated that. 
You know, I wish I had gotten to know you much better, Adagoke. You were a great first mate. You taught me many things while we were on this ship. We haven't known each other long, but I hope that you can sail forever wherever your heart may lie. Now we have to find his treasure for him. We will. We will find him. And so the deed is done. His body sinks to the ocean's depth. You gonna make a brawler cry. (laughs) (laughs) Brawler, please. (laughs) You see his ghost sitting up in the rigging, just... Beautiful. So, what happens to his parrot? Hey, good question. <laughs> That's someone else's parrot now. Mm-hmm. It flaps up. Uh, <laughs> it flaps around the whole time his body's sinking. As soon as it, his head sinks below the water, the parrot just flies back up on deck, on the deck, and sits at the ship's wheel. Aww. We'll leave the parrot be. <laughs> uh, I guess we need to be shipped in to Rickety. I'll get up onto the. Uh, What's it called? The steering wheel. <laughs> I've That's exactly this. right. I have this, Captain. This, the this is fine. Sebastian, I'm just up here for a show. I'm not driving. Don't worry. And I appreciate that very much. He'll ring the bell, get the whole crew up on the ship. And everybody reaches the main deck. Uh, the people actually begin to climb out of the rigging as well. Great. So everybody can see me. Yes. So he'll stand there. Crew, friends, people on the ship. Congratulations. We've done it. We escaped the Wormwood. We have arrived at Rickety. We are officially going to have our own ship. And when I say our own, not just a stolen ship, but a ship that we can make our own. I am proud of every single one of you. And I am so sorry that we lost so many on the way here. It was never my intention to let you all down as badly as I did. And with that being said, you all need a new captain. And you also need a new ship name. I'm stepping down, and I'm leaving. This will be my final goodbye. And John doesn't say anything else. Ivsar doesn't say anything else. He goes straight to the captain's quarters. Well, this is turning out to be a a wonderful day. And Sebastian will uh, just raise his voice. Back to your positions. You heard the captain. We need to get this ship into dock. And the two men that are on the deck that work for Rickety Hake just ask you to wait a second. They make a, a motion, and two ships sail out from, uh, from the normal docks, and they guide your ship into the dry dock. They set you up, and they say, there are quarters in the middle of the city. You may go and make your home there. And as you leave your ship... You see a very interesting sight. There are several crates. There are several bags. Standing next to these crates and next to these bags is a small goblin who is very, very excited to see you. Well, that's um, unusual even for things that have happened in the last few weeks. He walks up to you. Looks you in the eyes. It's about time you got here. I've been waiting with the provisions forever. And we will see you next week. Really? What the hell? What is it? Screw you guys. What just happened here? I'm taking this ship and leaving. (laughs) 